Today on the Mike O'Mara Show. That's the closest to any type of skiing. You've got Wisp, which is all ice. So that doesn't really work, Lice. right? What, what no, like head ice. lice? All no, ice, 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 like ice. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I you're on a lice. layer of ice. I didn't know if they had some sort of outbreak there. <laughs> uh, well, everyone yeah, was sharing the same stocking caps. Massanutten is not. Whitetail no. is not. None of these places that are Ski close Liberty. to DC. <laughs> Ski Liberty. <laughs> They're hills. They're hills. Oh, when he rubbed his magic empanada, <laughs> the hey. penny dog appeared. <laughs> and the penny dog would grant three wishes. <laughs> All the time spent alone drives him insane. The boy on Penny Dog Lane. All that and more. The Mike O'Mara Show starts now. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Today's episode of The Mike O'Mara Show is brought to you by our bonus packages. Please go to MikeO'MaraShow.com and click on the bonus banner. You'll get access to all of our bonus content, and even better, you'll be helping out TMOS. So please, quit sucking, and we thank you. Available on demand every day in iTunes and the Google Play Store and around the world on MikeO'MaraShow.com. What more can we do for you? It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Just frazzled today. Just frazzled. Frazzled. Why? Just frazzled. frazzled. Just running back and forth and back sure. and forth. And run, I was telling Carla last night that uh, this house that I live in up here, mm-hmm. uh, when I walk around, I'm like a ballerina because I'm avoiding furniture all the time because it's teeny and oh, uh, everything's whoa, gotcha, kind of gotcha. jammed in. And, yeah. Uh, you it's know, like a spider house. And we had us a gang, and so we've got a table that has a leaf in it down in the kitchen, and we kind of uh, spread out the table all the way like into the uh, the main room, and uh, and we haven't put it back together yet. In fact, mm. we haven't done a lot. The balloons are not taken down from my mm. uh, my young son's uh, birthday. The, well, uh, I say, why I'm, rush it? I mean, balloons make things fun. Yeah, and balloons traditionally are left up. There's no uh, the idea of just taking everything off before the balloons lose helium and they all fall to the ground. These were not helium balloons. These were hand-blown. Oh. Hand-blown, by the way, which was a really... That's the way we used to advertise dorms in uh, (laughs) an American university. That's not how you did it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, come on. What's wrong with me? A lot of distance learning there this time. Sure. Why didn't I print that out? Old American Uh, University. just talk amongst yourselves. How are they going to lose it, Mike? How are they going to lose it? Hey, Maddie. Can, yeah. you ima- can you imagine a fully virtual semester? No, I would have been so pissed off. <laughs> the whole point of college is to go out and party. Yeah, there you I go. I don't know how you're going to do that. That's just depressing. <laughs> I feel so bad for them. Let's go to the Zoom happy hour at Maggie's. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it, imagine? baby. Uh, yes, Maggie's so the home crazy. of the hand-blown balloons. Yes. Hand-blown I'm, I'm, balloons. I'm asking, by the way, that I'm makes you dizzy. Her. That makes you dizzy when you do it. We had a great party, by the way. I didn't talk a lot it about it. It was a great party. <laughs> it was a great party. And, uh, you know, it was nice. He got a, his gammy sent him a, a battleship. He oh, got a sweet. ghillie suit. He got a mm-hmm. World War One suit. He got uh, what a else canister of mustard gas. It was a uh, great party. He, he got fake grenades. We went all in. I, okay, you know what? I might as well talk about this oh, at the this beginning of the show. Because I've had departure. it on my show prep for a couple of days now. Okay, fake grenades. Uh, should I be worried at this military obsession? Man, I know. I, I played Army when I was a boy. He's following in his father's footsteps. He, see you, he sees you watching these docs. Right, and reading. He's like, I, this must be important. And history is important. This is, yes. uh, this is quite the departure, though, from, I would say, three-year-old Excuse Mike. Me. Not allowed to, to be... 
like playing with guns to hey well, we've, you, don't we've evolved your, don't forget your grenades because well, we're going that, I'm, out I'm on asking launch. you honestly <laughs> I'm asking you honestly about whether or not this is uh this upset I don't think it's an obsession I think like for example he had his buddy uh, Colton come over yesterday they're both in uh, his military uniforms that he got he got like a I thought uh, you were going to say they're both in the militia no, they're both in the, and they, they're going out you back and they're playing, f- they're running around the yard and they're playing like, army. You have, think about it. Think about like from the outside looking in, yeah. you have a friend who's a colonel that comes and stays with you guys. You mm-hmm. you love uh, World War II history. Like you're, you're a history buff when it comes to that. You enjoy educating your son about the facts. Like, no, they weren't Nazis yet, Michael, but they were still bad during that time. During like, World War One. So, that's right. Like, this is point. You're fostering point, all please. of this. <laughs> I'm fostering the uh, the obsession with the military. Consciously, yes. Well, I uh, say even outside I didn't of that. that. That's a that's a that's a even outside of that. When I, I was didn't growing expect up, that one that might be right. That might be true. <laughs> but even if you don't, if even if you take that as an outlier, when I was growing up, I was not allowed to have toy guns. It just wasn't what we did. And even then... Now you're I making did, me want to go out and get him a howitzer. Sure. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you but you didn't like to run anyways. Well, no, but I'm saying that when we played, we played, you know, army or whatever, you find a stick that looked like a gun yeah. and you pretended it hey, was a gun. Spiewak, you stay in the foxhole. Yeah, we'll I, but the thing is... You. I'm interested interested in world history in, in, but I mean, I don't obsess. I'm not like Tony Soprano where the only thing I watch is the history channel and watch world war two about how, how I'll be honest with you. I've read two books out of the last two, the last three books I've read. Two of them have involved, uh, you know, the bad people in World but War II. But he also so. sees your esteem and respect for the colonel. He doesn't know, you know, what the colonel. Oh, he called him colonel, too, Yeah, which so was I'm wonderful. just saying, like, why wouldn't that you do that? Really? That's cool. Yeah. You would buy into all of that, which is great, which is fine. By the way, not a bad thing overall. But if you're wondering where it comes from, where it stems from, how does he know what which tanks are which tanks? Well, I tell him. Okay. But so, he asked me, more. he said, what kind of tank is this? It's a Sherman tank. So what's that? It's Panzers. Well, they were better than the Sherman tanks because they had thicker armor. But I think you could do damage to them underneath. He's asking the questions. I'm, a, I'm answering. Lie, but, all, him, but all What kids, ship is that? That's a destroyer. What ship is that? It's a battleship. You got a toy battleship, and we're going to play with it in the, in the pond. All kids we can find love. The pond. Hi, Linus. <laughs> He's ready to go out and look at him. <laughs> Linus, like, his coloring is different in that light. Yeah, he yeah. looks. Uh, he looks well, like actually, a blonde dog. The lighting is different because we've started a half hour early. It'll change. He'll look. He'll look normal at about nine fifteen. Uh, the uh, the kids' fascination with the army and also police. I think it's because we instill authority into children to respect authority, and I think a lot of kids love the army. They love to play army. I think that Michael is a curious and intelligent kid that takes it to the next level. But the basis of liking the army, that's just kids being kids. I think. Well, just, just quickly, if you don't mind, uh, and we'll pad for you. Pad Can, for a second. Yeah, I need he's, turtling. he's got it. Yeah, I know. Go. Uh, <laughs> you don't want him to drop a Duke right on your floor. Oh, there you go. No need to wear shoes. <laughs> Doing the show. No need to, no need to wear shoes. God. <laughs> Look at him. Good. Yeah, He's yeah. going to go sniff around you know, and eat some you plants. Put, you put proper footwear on, you'll focus on the show. <laughs> How about you focus on me not wearing proper footwear, and then everything will be fine. <laughs> no, just, so, there you are with those so big, massive, like... <laughs> 
those Elaine Boozler feet of yours you have. Wow. You do awesome. reference, but appreciate it. You've got Fred Flintstone feet. Like they're Always great. have yeah, feet yeah. that are just so... I mean, well, if I didn't, yeah. I'd fall down. Look what they have to support. Do you have shoes anywhere near you right now? I've got are my Burks any? down here. Yeah. Uh, where are they? Hold on. They're over here. <laughs> I just like the tour of people's homes yesterday so much with Mac that I, I'm craving more of it right now. There they oh, are. Oh, look those, at those. Those sweet. four put upon. Those oh, sweet. Those good boy. Nasty. He's back. He's like, get yeah, back. Oh, all right. Oh, here feet. we go. There look at those feet. Look at those feet. Now, he gets a treat. Oh, yes. Linus, come here. What come do here, you buddy. get? Look. Dr. Scholl's foot powder. <laughs> come on, come on, buddy. Oh, Good boy. Oh, look at that. So he got sweet. on his back feet there. That's Good by boy. the way. Uh, for those of you that keep track of our uh, hounds, uh, I'm in love with Winslow. Love Aww. him, love him. So love you have him, him, total him, turn him. on him. Total turn. Oh, you, you can't not. He's not. His personality's too significant. You just can't ignore it. He's just. What about all... your? What about your damp mattress? The damp mattress, we uh, we crate him at night, <laughs> and okay. he's right next to Carla, so he's fine as wine. He might whine a little bit in the morning, but uh, she takes him out in the middle of the night when he has to go, like a little baby, mm-hmm. and I took him out this morning, and he- So the crate's goes, in the bedroom? The crate is in the bedroom, That's yeah. Sweet. That's and we, nice. we move it from downstairs, because we crate him a lot. If we go out of the yeah. house, we gotcha. crate him, because he's uh, still a puppy, but he's uh, very lovable. But getting back to my kid, so uh, the question is- I, I don't be instead of placing the blame on where uh you know who instilled this and I'm not going to dispute that I might be influencing my son should I be concerned about all this military stuff like the first question today was dad uh when was the civil war and oh, I said it was in the he said uh, I was I was question. very young then son so yeah. I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. We remember that. Did you say it's history, not hate? That's right. I'm just <laughs> trying to discern from perhaps Mike. you morons whether or not uh, this obsession I will go is an on the unhealthy record. thing, or I should just let it pass, knowing that it will pass. I don't. Here's what I don't want. Um, right. This is this is no disrespect on our armed forces. I uh, I truly believe that without uh, our men in uniform and our women in uniform, we would uh, we would have a tough time uh, because there are a lot of bad actors on the international stage. However, I personally would not want to see my son go uh, into the military because, of course, I, I want him to be safe. So that's right. uh, kind of the way I look at it. But if if he if he did that, that would be OK, too. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, Mike, Mike no, I think I think we, this is this. I think this is what you should be worried about. And I and I defer to the parents in the audience. I'm going to electrocute my hand now. Why? Please do. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very Uh, much. Mm -hmm. I I think that you, and I'm not going to speak for you, but I think what you probably meant to say is that you don't want to foster an unhealthy relationship with with what is just playing, but could be perceived as uh, violence, right? Well, yes. Uh, and that's yes. that's what it comes down to. That's like, fine. It does that, come that, down the to idea violence. that he would serve his country would make anyone proud, would make me proud if I had children, and that's the path uh, they chose to take. Absolutely. Um, mm. What I would say is that all Maybe. like all busting balls aside, mm-hmm. uh, you are to blame, and I don't think it's fostering a, a uh, an attitude 
of like, ah, laissez-faire, oh, violence, guns, grenades. No, this is what kids are into. I, like, I remember I had a little militia running through the Penny Dog Lane townhouse complex when the, the, what? the Penny what? Dog Lane, that's when I, that's where I used to live as a kid. Penny, Penny Dog, Dog Lane? Penny Dog Lane, yes. You can't make that up. Um, Rob, can you find some children's music? Uh, <laughs> that that, uh, that, that uh, music box music you have yes, somewhere? Uh, imagine, you know? imagine, Mike, right. uh, two, two Haitian um, uh, fraternal twins and um, a, a Bolivian kid and two white kids running through bushes in a townhouse complex with a bazooka, a lo- what looked like a bazooka, um, and mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, yeah. Uzis that were water guns. They were all black and gray, so they looked like you had uh, the real weapons, and you'd run around this neighborhood all summer long. He has a key around his neck. No one knows that he feels pain. The little Bolivian boy on Penny Dog Lane. You see, Mike, I had it in a different thought. I thought that perhaps when he when he rubbed his magic empanada, the Penny Dog appeared, and the Penny Dog would grant three wishes. All the time spent alone drives him insane. The boy on Penny Dog Lane. Oh my God! That name, Penny Dog, Penny Dog. Lane. Penny Dog Lane. Yeah, yeah. You you grew up on Penny Dog on Lane. Penny Dog Lane. Was Penny Dog one word or two words? It was two words. Penny Man, mine Dog is so, Lane. Mine is as vanilla as it gets. The street I grew up on. Evergreen Lane. That's sweet. Oh. I take that. Well, Where did I had you two. Go up, I had two. The... One is is the lamest of all. Park Road. Park Road. Duh. That's very <laughs> well. That's you know park park. That's, and uh, then in, in Vienna, when we all when we went brown to the brown district of Vienna, it was right. Glengyle Drive mm. in oh, Mosby's see, there Landing. There are the manufactured names, but of, you know, it uh, just occurred to me. Northern Virginia. It just occurred to me that Mosby's Landing is probably going to have to change the name of everything because the entire thing was named after Civil War heroes. It will. The model of our townhouse was the Stonewall. I remember oh, got that. It, got it, yeah. Got it, got it. So mm-hmm. that's no good. That's not Penny probably, Dog. Probably not on the high high list of priorities to change like those little interior neighborhood street names, right? Not at the moment. <laughs> I think it's huge because you know it's very important when you really are walking the boundary between Oakton and. Vienna. Welcome That's to where Mosby are- Circle. Over here we have a. Over here we have a the stone wall. Uh, you get the. This is the stone wall model. If you check over here to the right, uh, this is the plantation model that we have uh, right here. And uh, if you want the smaller house, we're going to take you down. These are the quarters. Uh, the quarters are not the bigger houses that we have here. I think, by the way, this is all completely legit. It's the absurdity of it when you really think about it. The absurdity of naming things Honoring after things, yes. people that fought for slavery mm. is a little. And anybody that would bitch about that, well, it's been around forever. Okay, well, why don't you go back over and move into Hitler Acres then, and uh, and enjoy your time over there? It's the same goddamn thing. <laughs> it I is. Hitler Acres was the worst neighborhood. Isn't Never it amazing? Out. Never trick or treat so there. It's just so amazing. The oh, civil, I know. This is what made. The 
the Civil War, which my son asked me about this morning, so whacked that after the war was over, there was this kind of, well, we uh, killed your brother and your sister and your cousin, and we're real sorry about that. But, uh, well, uh, uh, to, to commiserate with you, we're going to call this Robert E. Lee Road. Exactly. Right over here, Robert Mike, E. Lee, even though you fought for the Confederacy. Mike, uh, thank you. If, if, you're looking, if you're looking for something with two, uh, two garages, it's right on a, a Gestapo Circle. Gestapo right. Circle, <laughs> right over here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, and, and would you like to? Here's another model we have here. It's the Wehrmacht. The Wehrmacht is one of our really lovely homes that uh, that we have here. And uh, badee, badee, badee. it makes it's such just, a uh, great point. No one's ever articulated that in my life in that manner. Like I get it. Yeah, I get, uh, yeah, the, yeah. But, it's the but, same but thing if you, for if you've for, done and it's, it down by the way, to that. And it's not the same thing for a certain group of people. I am no. not talking solely about African Americans. I'm talking about anybody that's a right-thinking American that knows that we fought this injustice where people were kept to work for free as slaves, mm. and we won. And yeah. so, putting a monument up, it's, if you look at its very basic, you know, logic, uh, you know, the the, the atrocities committed uh, with slavery were were horrible. And we shouldn't put monuments. I, have, I up. do we have a question. I do yes, have a sir. question. And I, 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 don't, question. I, I don't. I, I don't lived, know this. By I, the way, I lived on Grant Avenue. He was a winner. Don't you? Know? <laughs> I thought it was he represented Grant Asner. By, by the way, but Grant. By the way, in Manassas, you get a Grant Avenue, but you get a Lee Highway. <laughs> yeah, the road. The bigger road is dedicated to Robert E. Lee. Thought it was after the Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> but you know, Guys, Robert E. Lee. It's a, when they, was, they named universities. When after. was yeah. the Civil War? Eighteen sixty uh, to eighteen sixty-five. Holy! <laughs> Excuse me. What? How do you? It was only. How it, do you was five know years. that? Was, was it five years, Rob? Yeah, I think so. It was. I, I think know it was. That. I studied it. I think it's eighteen sixty. Mid eighteen hundreds. So 18, That's the, what well, do you think then, the mid eighteen hundreds is? Yeah, but he got the dates right away. Yeah, well, he's a smart guy. He only sometimes he's got that, but we're gonna Damn. we're gonna we're gonna fact check. Let me it double right check now. that. Uh, it was either eighteen sixty one or eighteen sixty, but I know it ended in sixty five. Eighteen sixty one to eighteen sixty five. Damn. Yeah, but things were who was president up in then? Well, Abe Lincoln. Okay, good. Just checking. No, hold it. No, it was one of the Bushes. <laughs> I forget which one. 41 or 43. <laughs> the Civil War was fought between the northern and southern states from 1861 to 1865. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was the president of the United States during the Civil War. I'm not signing up. I'm not signing up for your thing. I don't want to say. I don't, God, you know what? Uh, it, it's mm. the reality. But mm. just sometimes I really wish that we didn't have. The pop-up. Oh, the pop-up. I wish whoever the interviewed yeah. the pop-up. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get some. I did don't you, care Did enough. you tell Thank Michael you. the dates? Uh, no, I told him it was in the 1800s. I thought oh, it was it. a got couple it, of centuries it, ago. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was. But, uh, you know, it's uh, the whole thing is absurd. And I'm very history, uh, thinking about history and war right now, because I happen to have read two books about uh, two novels uh, about World mm. War II. This one I'm reading currently is uh, based on a true story uh, that takes place. It's called The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Auschwitz. Oh, man. Auschwitz. It wow. was a uh, New York Times bestselling uh, book. Number one New York Times uh, bestseller. And, uh, you you know, when you get back into that, I, I think it's so important to remember 
Because I think with time passing, when you think of young people, that uh, they just don't put reality to it. I'm old enough to do that. My father fought in World War II, and to think about that type of situation and what the it's still. Mike, people occasionally put up people put up something on on Facebook, and I might not get it exactly right, but to the tune of this, it says, "Right now, we are as far away from 1980." as 1980 was from 1940. And I can remember 1980 clearly. I mean, and that's yeah. that's crazy to me that Very at that crazy. point we hadn't even fought World War II yet. That's the amount mm-hmm. of time that we and time seems to be moving a lot faster I have, now. I have a uh, I guess I have a good way to see to finally I guess answer your question Mike um if it's if, when it's gone too far with little Michael. If you go in your backyard and he's dug a trench because he's talking about trench warfare. Then mm-hmm. there's a problem. Then there's a problem because he's like living the gimmick. I'm like, not, he's out there. I am not lying, Oscar. I don't know whether you've got telepathy <laughs> or I swear to you, there is a, he has taken a hoe, a garden hoe in our, uh, along the property line back here. And he is, he has a bunker back there. It's not like a real bunker, but it is a depression in the ground where he is, uh, where he's playing back there. <laughs> Well, I mean, sure I did that, that though. Sh- I did that when I ran around in the woods. Uh, by the way, my father <laughs> was so ready to move on that he brought a his rifle back from World War II, brought it into the house with, uh, took all the mechanics out of it, and gave it to me as a toy. Mm-hmm. I played yeah. in the back. I remember the one time I said, "Dad, what are those squiggly lines out there?" He said, "That's Japanese." It was a Japanese rifle that yeah. he used. Oh wow! They were just like just By the like way, a, lot of the, a lot of the GIs over in the South Pacific uh, would, when they would win a battle and they would collect the weaponry from the vanquished Japanese soldiers, mm-hmm. they would switch over to use their rifles because shocker, mechanically, they mm-hmm. worked uh, better than the American rifles did. Yeah. And a lot of them were still World under War warranty, which was great <laughs> okay. because they had an extended <laughs> warranty. 100,000 mile warranty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're not normal. You are not normal. So anyway, should I do? I'm, I'm serious. Should do, I, not, I think, do not hamper let it run him. Course, right? Because, Mike, yeah. what is most appealing to children and adults alike is that which is forbidden. So if okay. you make it that it's he can't physical, do it. It's also physical, right? So it's not like he's doing. He's not. If his obsession was World of Warcraft right now or something like that, he's on oh, the he's computer. Oh, he's playing military yeah. video games, too. Oh. Well, what kind, yeah, of, he's, what kind he's, of military he's, video games? This is a pandemic. I'm not depriving him of... Okay, yesterday he was showing me World War II bombers uh, where he's got his mother's uh, uh, work phone. That's yeah, the one yeah, he uses yeah, yeah. to play, yeah, yeah. and it keeps him occupied, and yeah. uh, he's doing the... you know. Nah, 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 Oh, so he's like going on bombing runs. Uh, going on bombing runs. You got it, got it. Yeah, like flight mm-hmm. simulators. I wonder where he gets that. <laughs> I like it, too. I play Call of Duty. <laughs> I play Call of Duty. I love it. You know, Mike, you, you know can what? really it turn keeps this... me from... I mean, I, I'm not obsessed with real... Uh, I don't have an AK-47 no, in my, no, my no. house. That's true. You know, and you like could turn this do. into a positive. What you should do is the next time he digs a trench, have him, have him sprinkle some seeds in there. Yeah. You can have Flower a nice bed. little garden. Yeah. No, we don't have Gladiolas. Time for that. Ain't got time for that. We got Ain't you know, nobody I'm, I'm, got time for that. I'm working with Sunday, our new sponsor, and getting yeah. that beautiful lawn of mine. Get that so grass. That's, uh, that's what I care about. But everything All is right. gonna be fine. Everything's mm. gonna be a okay. So you I, I'm getting from both of you in all seriousness the idea that 
you kind of let it run its course. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think you go through phases. Uh, I, when you're a kid, you know, kids usually usually pick what they're into, um, whether it's sports. Uh, look, he's, he's become a history buff. He gets yeah. to use his imagination. Yeah. What uh, if my father great. had? Well, if my father had stuck around, what if my father had prevented me from watching black and white movies? I'd be a totally different person, probably much less happy. So you were prohibited from playing. Who was the parent that prohibited you from playing with guns? No, my dad didn't like guns. So I didn't. I didn't have toy guns. I, I guess eventually I did, like when I got a little older. But Would when your I was mother little, care, I mean, since you were a product of a broken home, uh, when, when did when did they leave? I, th- you? I think uh, they split when I was in third grade, third or fourth. Third grade. Yeah. So you know that's still gun age where you can play with toy yeah. guns. I think what happened is that there was not like guns to play with. That, but my cousin Wes, he had guns and he had cap guns, mm. and cap guns were the greatest. But then we figured out even better. Take the gun out of the equation and just put the caps in the garage and hit them with a hammer. Smash them. That's well, the yeah. that's the way to go. Great smell. So, well, we all know your father didn't like guns when you were a little kid, but he certainly doesn't mind uh, looking at those guns on the <laughs> internet right now. That's He's working overtime. Sure. It's Bob. the Michael Mara Show. You can listen to the Michael Mara Show at www.michaelmarashow.com. Stay tuned for an outstanding entertainment program. It's the Michael Mara Show. Let's get down to business. We're on the internet. Entertainment capital of the world. Before I open this, don't get your hopes up too high. I was pressed for time. No problem. Max Doctor. There he is. And Helsing. I'm honored, sir. I'm Dr. Nicholas. Nicholas Van Helsing, professor of proctology and other related tendencies. Graduate of the University of Rangoon and assorted night classes at the Knoxville, Tennessee College of Faith Healing. You may be a little overqualified for this job. You got your equipment with you? I never go anywhere without it. However, in my particular line of work, I seldom need more than this. What's up? What's up? Huh? You guys are running 120. Your little lights are flashing all over the place. That's what's up. We got a patient in there. Well, there's not a hospital within 50 miles of this place. Where are you headed? UCLA. UCLA. UCLA Medical Center. L.A. California. Now, this is going to sound like a dumb question, but if she's that sick, why didn't you fly her? Why didn't we fly her? I'm just a driver. We have to ask the doc. No. That's a good idea. Why don't we ask the doc? What's going on out here? What is this crude interruption? The patient, uh, why can't she be flown to California? Cysts on the walls of her lungs. Very rare. (laughs) You see, airplanes are only pressurized at 10,000 feet. Now, anybody knows anything about medicine knows that she can't fly. She has to be driven. We couldn't even go through Denver, it's so high. Is that lady all right? She's in great pain. Cause her to make certain delirious... Delirious. Let me explain something to you. We have to get the senator's wife to California in 72 hours. We're very close. Well, as long as you're in New Jersey, I want you fellas to take it easy. You got that? We sure do. It's the Mike O'Mara Show. Mike O'Mara, Rob Spiewak, Oscar Santana. And now, from his easy chair, here's Mike. Hey, play a little Supremes, huh? Is that or is that Supremes? No, this is, is actually that? this is Ray Stevens with the song Cannonball. What do you say? Oh, I was all excited thinking you were going to play the Supremes, and then you're playing a Ray Stevens song. You he love wrote Ray the Stevens. Theme to Cannonball. Yeah, and he did like serious. He was serious Ray Stevens for Cannonball Run. He wrote real I, pop records. How do you oh, know? 
God. The we, three we artists. Whole, we, we do a three, whole show on Ray Stevens. I cannot stand Ray Stevens. The dude. three artists that are really featured on the Cannonball Run soundtrack, Ray Stevens, Lou Rawls, and Chuck Mangione. Really? <laughs> America. Uh, welcome to the Mike O'Mara Show. Glad to have you along on a uh, fabulous Wednesday. Uh, it is Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020. Uh, if you uh, listen to this years down the road, you'll know we're in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. Yes. Yeah, mm. that's true. We really, and really you are. went on the record yesterday, Mike. You don't like it. Don't care for it. Uh, from Drifton Beach of Port Clyde, Maine, uh, Wanaki, Wisconsin, Winter Haven, Florida, Historic Delano in Wichita, Kansas, Berrien, Ontario, Canada, and Tickle Naked Pond yeah. in East Rygate, Vermont. Not to be confused with what was that road you lived on? Uh, Penny Oscar Dog or? Lane. Penny Dog Lane. Woof. All the boys with their toys and their noise are having uh, going insane. And the boy on Penny Dog Lane, our show today, <laughs> it just screams for a song lyric. <laughs> it does. Uh, Today's show brought to you by Cornerstone. Let's talk about your mortgage rate. If you're currently, uh, you got to say a 3.25% or higher, yeah. you need to call my friend Mark Livingstone mm. at Cornerstone First Financial, and you need to do it today. Right now, 90% of homeowners have rates higher than the average going interest rate. That's a weird statistic. Mm, yeah. Weird stuff going on here, but you can mm. take advantage of it. Uh, Cornerstone First Financial's rates are so low that they've actually become a disruptor in the industry because their rate service and programs are unparalleled. Their low rate guarantee and the fact that they are both a lender and a broker allows them to have the flexibility to approve loans that big banks can't. Interest rates on the uh, 30-year fixed have fallen into the twos for the first time ever. Uh, we had a uh, listener just last week raving about Cornerstone First Financial. Yes. You need to call my friend Mark Livingstone. Do it now. Cornerstone First Financial. Do it now. now. Do it now. Now. 202-625-1221. That's 202-625-1221 or online at cornerstonefirst.com. Think of this. At this level, you'll likely never need to refi again. Ever. It's crazy. Uh, so do yourself a favor and call the loan pros for the lowest rate, whether it's a purchase or refi, 202-625-1221 or cornerstonefirst.com. Cornerstone First Financial. Personal attention from application to closing. And I believe there is a phone call coming from me, although I think I'm not over the 3.25. I got a great rate from Cornerstone, but I think I'm You got in at a good, pretty good time. Yeah. A great rate. Mm -hmm. I want to get a, a rate that's one. insane to buy my house on Penny Dog Lane. <laughs> Penny Dog. Where's Penny Dog? Where's that <laughs> copper-colored dog? It's Penny Dog. It's little Penny Dog on Penny Dog Lane. I was Penny, dog, Penny Dog. Penny Dog tastes like copper. <laughs> Penny Dog. Penny Dog tastes like copper. I'm Penny Dog. Like, uh, Rob Spiewak, you said to me when we began the week that yes. you had good news for Oscar, something relating to uh, last week when I was gone for most yes. of the week. Oscar, I know that uh, we all limit our trips to any sort of uh, retail outlets, but you're still occasionally going to CVS, right? It's right across correct, the way correct, there. Correct. Are you familiar with a, a brand of a product called Strikes, S-T-R-Y-X? No, I'm not. This is great news, Mike, because now CVS is stocking 
Makeup for men. Strix was started to help guys feel more confident in their own skin and look their best. We started off with a concealer tool here and a tinted moisturizer, which are designed to be really easy to use, but also discreet. Real men can wear makeup. Frank Sinatra, Clark Gable, Marlon Brando, David Beckham, all these guys we think of as classically handsome use makeup to enhance their looks, and there's no reason that you can't. We exist for the guys that want that better looking skin, but also want a quick, easy fix and don't want to shop in the women's aisle, which is why we also designed this to be very discreet, very tool-like. Very tool-like, Mike. It's very tool-like. What is the, uh, uh, what's the name of the product again? Strix. Strix. S-T-R-Y-X. And it's not in the ladies' aisle. All right. Uh, you know who, uh, who had a hang-up hang with makeup uh, in history that uh, ultimately destroyed his, uh, his campaign? Who? who? Richard Nixon. Richard, well, he well, didn't like to wear it, right? Yeah, Richard he didn't Nixon want to wouldn't wear do it. it and he he would have covered up that 5 o'clock shadow that on black and white TV made him look very sinister. Correct? And also, also sweaty. He, and also, he uh, he didn't dress well for television. He wore a gray suit, mm-hmm. which was very bland on black and white television, whereas President Kennedy wore, I believe, dark blue, which was more striking. He popped a little more. So, Oscar, is this the time that you're going to announce your presidential no, run? It's, so, <laughs> I would say that anyone that's ever come, in, come through here and even made fun of men wearing makeup have never had a serious job in broadcasting. Uh, and I'll tell you that because I've seen so many men that our broadcasters put on their own makeup, especially during this pandemic. Yes. Uh, because you can't, there's like a no touch situation where they had to learn how to put their own makeup on. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's actually been mind blowing on, on that curve, that learning curve of this is how you have to do it uh, for yourself because it does help your presence on television. Now we're on a podcast, so not to, I'm, I'm going overboard. I gotta be honest with you. You are a little shiny today, Oscar. Oh, well I am. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Just well, saying. Maybe I should put a little more on. I'm sorry. You also have the best camera. True. Thank you. Very That's true. true. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Very true. Um, and the best camera. I mean, I was watching uh, the video yesterday because I got a kick out of the uh, Mac segment that we did. Uh, <laughs> I watched it when too. When we went through, I it was, it it was worth too. watching. By the way, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't check out yesterday's show. Got a great story from Maddie Massiello about the bridge and her bridge phobia, mm-hmm. and then somehow uh, we really didn't follow up while Maddie was doing her segment, but. Maddie went to a beach on the eastern shore, like when, when she go, just after she got over the uh, Bay Bridge. And when we were exchanging our text messages yesterday, I really did tell her in the whole time I lived on the eastern shore, I never went to the beach uh, because there wasn't a beach. That, that I mean, there was a beach probably down by the river. But uh, Maddie, are you there? Are you with she us? Is. I am here. Yes, Maddie. So when you went to the beach, can I just get a little more specific? Sure. I sure. know. That geographically, this might be it. so. As when you got over the Bay Bridge, yes. Uh, when when that happened, is that when you started to think about looking for a beach area? Well, the original one we were going to go to, and I forget the name, but we went there is probably just ten minutes down the road. We like turned right off of the bridge, and then it was just on that road. Uh, but that was at capacity, so they send us somewhere else, which was a part of some state park. Um, so, which was basically, if you turned left on the bridge, you mm-hmm. just went down a little bit more. That's where it was. But and that's Mike, really I've, the only context I have. Mike, I want you to entertain a question, if you will. When you say you're going to the beach, especially if you're going over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, mm-hmm. does going to a sandy surface near the Chesapeake Bay, not the ocean, but the bay, does that count as a beach? I am not kidding. I lived on a place called Kent Island, Maryland, which was yeah. the eastern shore of Maryland where the Bay Bridge ends. That's that that's where I lived. I went back there. They built thousands of houses there. I couldn't even it was so overdeveloped when I got How there. How overdeveloped was it? 
It was so overdeveloped. I literally, when I went to see my friend George Katrumpus, I could not tell where my home was. I could not tell you where really? it had been. It was open fields, and you could look yeah. over and see. But I mean, I was in a little development. But they they grown. built, built, grown. It was, grown. it was yeah. what they. It had grown so much. Yeah. I I remember uh, that I would go on the water. I I had a boat there. I mean, I did that type of thing. And, but as far as the idea of bathing in a beach, there was the river. We had right. the Chester River that was right around there. And uh, I just yes, Oscar. I asked Maddie the same question. I'm so happy you asked her. I'll fix. Yes. Okay. I said, hey, Maddie. Who gave you the name and the location of the beach? Or did you just Google Chesapeake Beach. Bay beaches <laughs> or anything in Maryland? That was the closest thing that came up. And she said? That is exactly what happened. <laughs> Someone Vacation told you Google. about a, 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 you Googled the beach? Yep, pretty much. And there were a bunch of different options and they were all kind of in the same area. But I guess uh, they fooled us. <laughs> Right. When when the beach popped up, did the listing say sponsored? <laughs> because yeah, I should have kept an eye out for that. Because yeah. there's there's this bit. Um, anybody that's ever looked at real estate anywhere near water, yeah. there's always a fun. Uh, I would say line that says your own private port and private beach and then yep. you look at what is now the future of real estate where um you look at what the private beach is and it just looks like a bunch of mud next to water. There are three of yeah. them. Yeah. There are three of them where she was. Maddie, the first one you probably went to was Mattapeak Clubhouse and Beach. Yes, yes. That sounds familiar. Ma- Mattapeak Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to a pond. But that's all these. I'd never been there all the year I lived, uh, all the years that there was. Uh, did they send you to Terrapin Nature Park? That's the one we went to with the jellyfish. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's open now. Parking is oh, limited, great. Let's go. but so is the beach. So I guess it works well. Uh, I look, I've never seen it. Looks, it looks okay. Here's, here's Maddie at the beach, Mike. Let me see a satellite wow. view of this. Look at this. I'm looking at trying to get the pictures up here, and uh, I mean, it technically is a beach. It's got, but it's like a, a beach on the bay, and it's not uh, what you think of as. It looks very pretty, Maddie. It uh, actually it looks wasn't. very pretty. That's deceiving yeah. then, because it was yeah. not a nice beach. Yeah, and the, the, the jellyfish really. He should have stayed six feet away. <laughs> Terrapin Nation Park does not look beautiful. What are you talking Terrapin about? Terrapin Nature Park. I'm sorry, Nature. Uh, Terrapin Nation. No, I'm just thinking of uh, Maryland. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, go, go, go Terps. <laughs> okay, by rule, Mike. You, Is you, that Hemingway's that you were near? The restaurant Hemingway's? Oh, I don't know. I didn't okay. see any restaurants. All right. Well, there was one. You were too busy to putting hand sanitizer on your jellyfish sting. Exactly. That is Hemingway's. <laughs> it is, Mike. I just zoomed in. I, I've yeah. been to Hemingway's. I yeah. partied at Hemingway's. How about I, this? I, I, if you yeah. were going to drink at Hemingway's, that's what you do on that side of that's the That's a cool bridge. thing. You got an yes. airport right here. Yeah. You got yeah. a local, like, small <laughs> airport there. You got yachts that are next yeah, door yeah, that yeah. go out into the Chesapeake Bay. You got the Bay Bridge. A friend of ours... That I haven't talked to in like five years. Um, he, his, uh, her fiance, now husband, had a boat, took us to Hemingway's, a wonderful time. Didn't mm-hmm. get in the water. Didn't get it, in the water. You don't get in the water there. You, <laughs> no. you just don't. I mean, it's just kind of a weird. It's uh, deceiving. Thing. It is deceiving because the bridge it, is there. You're like, oh, look yeah. at the bridge. Yeah, we're this at the beautiful. beach. You're really you're still, not at the beach. No, you're I mean, still two but, hours away. You know, it's like, by the way, it's kind of similar to. Even in the great state of Florida, Gulf beaches are beautiful. Right. Uh, they've got white sand. They're pretty. But there's not a lot of surf. If you really want that beachy, my feeling of beach is surf. 
That's yeah, what I think yeah. of as the real beach. And if you want the surf, you go to the East Coast, the Atlantic side. Uh, that's where we go if we want a little bit of that. But then, of course, when there's a pandemic and they shut the beaches down in Miami, mm. everybody comes over to the West Coast Ooh. and uh, gives everybody the Covey over in uh, my county. That's the way it works. But these beaches, I'm looking at a lot of like trees and rocks. Yeah, uh, yeah. that, that, that look, I saw there. In fairness, it's a beautiful that side of. Um of the Bay Bridge is beautiful. If it's you have a beautiful a, if you, if, area. There's some great waterfront home, properties there. Yes. If yes. Uh, maybe you want to golf or you want to eat at a, a, a like a, a waterside restaurant, it's. I don't think it's built for swimming, uh, just in general. Um, but I I would say that Mike. Am I wrong to think that if you were on some sort of uh, watercraft and you wanted to wakeboard or ski, that would be water ski? That would be fun out there. Yeah, yeah you could yeah, water I would ski. Think so, right? You could fish. Yes, yes, uh, yes. You could watch the water mm-hmm. and have a cocktail. <laughs> I lived there. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have a, hey, boy, this is a great place to live because we're like one minute from the beach. We never processed it that way. No, Beautiful sun, But the Chesapeake sunsets. Bay is obviously a recreational mm-hmm. waterway, but yeah. the beach beach, uh, you know, you have to it's log called, a few Mike, more miles. When you cross the bridge, it's called the Ocean's Gateway because it is your <laughs> sure. entree to so many glistening, shining examples of great beaches. But they ain't there. You have to. But there is a beautiful drive on the gateway because you get to see the sights of Easton, Maryland. Cambridge is beautiful, particularly beautiful. in the fall. Easton, yes. St. Michael's is yes. a beautiful area uh, on the eastern shore. There are some wide open spaces down there. It's very beautiful country uh, down is there. It, might be a little overdeveloped, like right after you get over the bridge, because you know people commute further out now. That's but the way if, it you, works. if you continue on fifty to where Route thirteen is, you can actually go back into Virginia by going south, and then you get your. Uh, Chincoteague and Assateague and all the beautiful beaches down there that are right. really untouched. Okay. I, so I, I mean, give him a, a travel log. Let me crazy. let me add this: Is it the yes. buffalo in her? <laughs> I think it's the local. It's the not knowing, uh, not local knowledge. You know? Yeah, but and, but incidentally, the, the and I I hate to diss the whole DC area, but one of the great frustration points about being able to really find the ocean from Washington DC down the ocean, down the ocean is it's a it's a abysmal hassle it's yeah, the greatest yeah. hassle in the world first of all there's only one area to go mm-hmm. and and people go well okay technically you, go, well, you can go to virginia beach well nobody goes to virginia beach uh, but the pony, but except, for pony, except for pony yeah. but pony how long does it take you to get to virginia beach in the other direction if if there's no traffic three and a half hours three and a half hours yeah, yeah, and yeah. he can't can drive at night he and can't correct drive me anymore. if I'm mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong. It's three and we're gonna, are we going to have to have timing school after the show's over today? I'm just wondering whether we're going to have to do. There must be some spiwak delay happening today. I'm not sure what's wrong. But Rob, how far does it take to uh, the average drive? Is what three and a half, four hours to get to Ocean City and those beaches, right? Yeah, I believe that like from DC proper to Ocean City is almost exactly 180 miles and it's mostly highway driving but it will still take you 4 hours. It'll still four take hours. you 4 hours to get there. Which to me is just it's, you know, it's a little crazy to have to, uh, you know, haul off and do that. Now, by the way, if you're living in the middle of uh, you know, Pennsylvania, you're you're probably saying, "Well, that's that's fantastic. I'd love to be that close." No, it's just a everybody goes there out of the city and that's what makes some of these cities frustrating. I think and also the, the the point that it, to that point remember the bridge is actually i believe only five lanes that go i mean that's it that connect the two sides of the of the waterway and everyone goes to the beach at the same time every Always. day yeah but if you're look if you're Always. if you're Maddie's age 
Like you don't care about all that. Like you just mm-hmm. want to go to the beach. Now I'm trying to think, Maddie. So are you in that mode? For, we've all been cramped up, uh, right, and, yeah. and we've been quarantining. It's been frustrating. So you're looking for weekend getaways. And by the way, welcome to Washington D.C., Maddie. That's kind of what we do. We're always going squirrely because mm-hmm. the D.C. area is devoid of any uh, sustainable fun. Even more, right? now. yeah, especially you, now. You, yeah. yeah, you have to travel to do that. By the way, great skiing. The best skiing, we have fake skiing around Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. but we don't have real skiing. We have these ski resorts that are really not mountains. They're hills, and yeah. that's what they have around. If you really want to find a mountain, I guess the the closest mountain would be Snowshoe in West Virginia, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't mm-hmm. that be oh, the big oh, mountain? No, you would go. So that's, uh, that's the closest to any type of skiing. You've got Wisp, which is all ice, so that doesn't really work, Lice. right? What, what no, like head ice. lice? All no, ice, ice. ice, like ice. Oh, I'm sorry. Like I you're on a lice. layer of ice. I didn't know if they had some sort of outbreak there. Uh, <laughs> well, everyone yeah, was sharing the same stocking caps. Massanutten is not. Whitetail no. is not. None of these places that are Ski close Liberty. to DC. <laughs> Ski Liberty. <laughs> They're hills. They're hills. So you don't have that. And then I'm just giving you the, the truth. So what you have is in the DC area for fun, and we have to break, but I will get the The fun things you have in DC are are like festivals mm-hmm. like you yes. would have the renaissance festival or the fairfax county fairs they're mm-hmm. bigger and more important not so now that, though but you can't have any of that mm-hmm. now so people no. have to be going bat s right now you can know? you imagine living in manassas mike and facing another summer without the garcia brothers carnival <laughs> garcia brothers the Garcia Brothers Carnival, I completely forgot. There's nothing safer to put a three-year-old on than that chain link merry-go-round that spins that looks like really you're getting ready to have that chain snap and uh, send your kid from like Leesburg to the mountains of West Virginia. Uh, we have to take a break. Anyway, Maddie, we'll 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 keep giving you tutorials Please on do. how to have fun yeah, in the Yeah, I, I need to area. learn. <laughs> I got through my stay there because uh, I was not a permanent resident and I was a transient uh, by heavy drinking. That's really what I ended up doing. Never to, hurts. Uh, while away the hours. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, come back when little things piss me off uh, <laughs> when we come back on the Mike O'Mara Show, everybody. The Mike O'Mara Show podcast comprises of three extraordinary creatures. Mike O'Mara who has currently migrated to the state of Maine from Florida. He is the star of the show, a spectacular impressionist, and is considered a radio god, Rob Spiewak. He resides in the royal suburbs of Virginia. He is the jester or the funny man of the show, a massive Elvis fan, and he still thinks it's 1946. And finally, Oscar Santana. Born in the outskirts of La Paz, Bolivia, and currently resides in a luxurious wardrobe in Washington, D.C. He is the hip, Latin flavor of the bunch, who loves the latest trends and technology. Put these three together, and you get the brilliant Mike O'Mara Show podcast. Don't forget to go to MikeOMaraShow.com and subscribe to their bonus show. You can hear them say, mother and bye bye. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. 
Yeah, I liked hearing that once. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Harry's. Uh, do you ever wonder, by the way, I put my Harry's order in uh, nice. last night. Good. Nice. I finally remembered to do it. You ever wonder how much you could save in just one year by switching to Harry's? Let me tell you this. You could save enough to pay for six months of your Netflix subscription. Not too shabby, right? But how do they right. do it? It's because Harry's delivers high-quality razor blades for as low as two bucks each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand. Uh, just I, I can't stress enough when it comes to Harry's how proud I am to have certain relationships on this show. And the fact that we've been doing Harry's commercials and getting our listeners to buy wonderful Harry's products for as long as we have. Because uh, we do stand by them. They're fantastic. Yes. And uh, they're high quality. And you're not going to look back after you start. Just like when we got them as a client, that was the right. first time. That was the first time I said, here, try these products. And I fell in love with them. And I have loved them ever since. And I'm not talking just uh, their razors. I'm talking about their shave gel and their face wash and their body wash. Mm -hmm. And they have shampoo. And they're fantastic. And they have face lotion. And they've got wonderful ergonomic handles. And you're going to love them. By the way, 1% of proceeds from uh, Harry's, if you buy a Harry's product, are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. Our listeners can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash TMOS. You get the weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to protect your razor. Go to harrys.com slash TMOS to start shaving better today. And thanks to them, we love that association. I never get tired of telling people uh, about Harry's. Uh, during a pandemic, when people are dealing with life and death issues, and we are all in a bit of a malaise uh, mm -hmm. dealing with this because no one knows what the future holds, and in certain areas of the country, it's uh, it's horrible. By the way, Maine yesterday got uh, turned red for a while, even though the numbers oh. are a lot smaller. It's scary to look at. Uh, and, of course, my state of Florida, where the teachers union is sh uh, suing the governor and uh, about uh, opening school too early. And you have a governor who's scaring us because he doesn't seem to be responding and he's getting heckled at news conferences. And you get Arizona where hospitals are capacity in uh, California that's talking about shutting down again. This is a terrifying time and just an unsettled time. So when I have a little bitty bitch, I probably should shut up. Mm. All right. Mm. I should just keep it to myself. I really shouldn't say a word about it, but I can't help myself because you need to. You need to. Here's the deal you get tired of cooking and you can't go into a restaurant. Well, you can, I suppose, if you want to. We choose as a family not to, unless right. it's outside or a drive through window. So we are probably enjoying uh, bad food. But uh, because it's a drive through window, we're doing that more. I talked about KFC. Sure. I talked about uh, mm -hmm. other ones. So uh, not a lot of options uh, in the wilds of Maine where we are. Uh, but it would seem to me that uh, the fine people at Dairy Queen, <laughs> I would like to offer a, uh, a compliment. Uh, years and years ago, we had uh, in the great state of Florida, Dairy Queen just down the street. And I'm going to tell you something. Because I mean it. After all these years, uh, they still serve what I consider to be one of the finest simple hot dogs money can buy. I think it's terrific. If you buy a chili cheese dog at Dairy Queen, I just don't think you're going to be disappointed. I think it's a fine product. I think it's 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 solid and it's a real real go to. So yes, yes, Rob. And you know Steve what's has. amazing? What's amazing? It's not even in the name. 
it, it's like their secret weapon. They don't even yes. mention the fact that they do hot dogs and food right. like that. Dairy Queen, you think ice cream, but they've ice still cream. got that in. They've got that quiver. They've got that arrow in their quiver. The greatest and hot dog out there. It would be the standard food stuff of a Dairy Queen. So right. yesterday uh, we go into town. After uh, after I do the show, we go into town. Carla has been very proud of me for successfully installing the faucet. Oh yeah, I figured out how nice. to do the little stopper. Oh, you did thing. the thing. Nice. I got the. I finally got the right ratchet, and I was able to lock it down and get that. By the way, it's one nice. of the worst mechanical engineering feats yeah. in modern history. When you look at mm. the stopper, the thing that makes it go up and down. So it's off to town, and uh, Carla says to me. Uh, what are you in the moon for? I'm like, well, there are not many options, Carla. There hmm. really aren't. We can go to this one place or this one place. I said, why don't we go to Big Sandwich? Ooh. That's the name of the place. Uh, Big Sub, I think it's okay. called. Or it's called <clears throat> Ellsworth Sandwiches. But I think it's it, it, the sign says Ellsworth Big Sub Sandwiches. Ooh. And it's got uh, <laughs> it's got an egg salad sandwich to die for. All right. So we and roll people in need there. to know that when you go into town, this is not going across the street. This is no. an investment a of twenty time. minute ride. Yeah, exactly. It's an hour. It's an hour back and forth. No exactly. So we go into town, and uh, yeah, it's about twenty five minutes in, twenty five <laughs> minutes out, and uh, you know what? What are you laughing at? It's. it's I like, really it, thought Ellsworth, and this is my reference to time oh, and space. Yes. I thought mm -hmm. it was like ten in and ten out. For some reason, no, no, it's a long <laughs> it's ride. Twenty if you're hauling. Okay, yeah. wow, it's about yeah. twenty if you're hauling, and if you're getting back of one of those, uh, you know, by golly, if you're getting back one of them tree huggers in a Subaru, <laughs> you might as well set aside forty five minutes to get your ass into Ellsworth. While while a ninety while you've got a ninety year old woman who's uh you know who's got coexist on the back of her car that's going fourteen <laughs> miles an hour in a goddamn car and it's frustrating you know Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God, man! You know, I mean, and by the way, all those people play traffic cop too. Don't come to a complete stop. Yes, hi Tina. Everything's good. Now Tina drives a pickup truck. Pretty yes, sure. she does. Yes, she I've does. seen her up here. I believe she drives a pickup. Thank you. And uh, yeah, how sad was it that they canceled the Fourth of July parade? And I couldn't get my don't even taken with don't me. even get me started on that. It's rough. Very sad. So yeah. uh, you go in there, and uh, Carla says, "You know, I really don't feel like a sandwich. I'd like to get. You know what? You got one of those chili dice. I said I lived on them. I gained a ton of weight, but I lived on them because they were so yummy, yummy in my tummy. And so I get the uh, egg salad at the Big Ellsworth sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> my life is so pathetic right now. It's not even funny. I just I." I really just an incredible, uh, yeah, I'm an incredible gourmet. I know my life is pathetic. Right? So I got I the egg salad. Yeah, that's I what I got. Uh, oh, it's it's the greatest in the world. It's what so kind good. of bread? What kind of bread? Uh, it's like the long version of the hot dog roll they put a lobster roll on. Oh, okay, very good. It's mm. tasty. Uh, egg salad and lobster. Carlo, wow. Car uh, no, no, it's no. See, you're not paying attention. I know you get bored with food. Sh focus on. The I don't show. know enough We're about it. It's a. It's an egg salad sandwich on a sub roll. Okay. That's what it is, basically. But it's yummy, yummy. What's in egg salad? Tummy. Just I don't. I don't know. I've never had one before. You excuse, excuse what? me? No, I'm you've never. What? It sounded gross to me, so I've never what? tried it. Excuse you. You. Oh. You have, you have never had. Not in my life. That's a threefer from the audience. You have never had it. Explains a lot, an doesn't it? Egg salad sandwich. <laughs> 
You'll never oh find egg God. salad, Mike, on Penny Dog Lane. <laughs> okay. All right, we have to take a break. I will come back and I will tell you about something truly horrible that happened. I didn't know. If you had told me, Mike, this will be two breaks, I would have said, you're full of <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, we'll take a break. And we'll explain, Jesus Christ, what an egg salad sandwich is to Oscar. And by the way, uh, I think he might love it, Rob. Oh, I think he would, too. It's right at his okay. flavor level. Uh, it's, it is in his wheelhouse. He'll make one today. He should have one for lunch. <laughs> but he has to make it himself. We'll be right That's back. If the autumn wind is a pirate, then 2020 is a hurricane. The approaching eye gives us a window of opportunity for baseball to return. What's normally a 162-game marathon is now going to become a 60-game sprint. And you don't want to miss a game. So let's prepare for this baseball binge-watching by updating your man cave. Go to MikeOMareShow.com, click on the Team More Shopping Center, and click on Walmart. They have everything you're going to need. Big screen TVs, coffee tables, a new couch, chip bowls, beer mugs, a mini refrigerator, and even a portable urinal so you don't have to miss an inning. So no matter who you're rooting for, get everything you need for this mini baseball season through the Walmart tab at the TMOS Shopping Center. And now, back to the guy who's still a Sox fan, even though they wouldn't hire him to be their spring training public address announcer, Mike O'Mara. Yep, thank you. <laughs> I was pissed about that too, pal. <laughs> thank you. You know the show, and I love your delivery. I don't know why, but I love it. I know, uh, right? Here is a fact. Dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people, but with liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Mm. Plus, it's backed with potassium, vitamin C, and other vitamins to help your body defend against an infection. And if you go and have a little too much evening, let me tell you something. Slug down a little of that liquid IV That's to feel the better. It'll help you. Proper hydration can boost your immunity, too. One serving of liquid IV provides five essential vitamins. More vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana. I love it. It's great. Tastes great. Liquid IV is donating 2.3 million servings due to COVID-19. Liquid IV is being sent to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Way to go, Liquid IV. Liquid IV available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code TMOS at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code TMOS at liquidiv.com. So get better hydration today at liquidiv.com. Promo code T-M-O-S. Uh, yes, Rob Spiewak. Hot breaking uh, news from my daughter, Julia. She's on her way to work in downtown Leesburg today. And for the first time in front of the city hall, no Confederate statue mm. was taken down oh, yesterday. So wow. boy, Good Who riddance. was it? Lee Mosby? Uh, no, I believe it was, if, if memory Haley serves Barber? It, it was... <laughs> It was a generic salute to the Confederate soldier. I don't think it was oh. anyone in particular, but uh, that's that's a big step. So congratulations, yeah. Leesburg, for making the right choice. So getting back to the uh, thank you for that, Julia. We appreciate that. Uh, regarding the egg salad, you have never <laughs> no, you no. have never enjoyed an egg salad it's sandwich. A culinary blind spot, Mike. It is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I am sure there are plenty of people that don't like them. But yeah. I would say that it, the simplicity of it and the deliciousness of it. You like eggs? Yes. I, 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 so tuna salad took me a long time to get past for a long time. Like, just like to, get used to? I was like, ah, fine. I'll have some tuna salad. Right. My, but my mom never, she never really went out of her way to make either tuna salad or egg salad. 
All right, egg salad to me is one of the. Uh, do you, all right when you go to party? Have you ever had a deviled egg? Yes, I'm not a fan of deviled eggs. Oh, oh like egg salad. No. No. But would you say that uh, as a rule, egg salad is more agreeable than tuna salad because it's blander. Well, he doesn't know eggs. He's never had eggs. Are I mean, you asking had. me? Yeah, I would, I would, I'm just on on a scale of. Oh, I'll you take know, egg salad over tuna salad I any had day of the week. Deviled mm. eggs for the very first time when I was 32. And you didn't care for it. I was like, eh, this is there's a lot going on here. A lot. Too Rob, much. how many deviled eggs would you eat at a party if they were put out? If, if they're put out, three halves, uh, three or four halves, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're delicious. I'm yeah. a fan. You, you got to like smoked eggs. paprika gotta, on top. Aren't, nice. Aren't they appetizers? Right. Yeah, yeah, they're appetizers, yeah. and they're—I mean—they're yummy, yummy. Love it. it. What the combination we're talking about is mayo and egg. That's what mustard, and now you're putting your hand up, little, like maybe you don't mustard. Know. So, so it, the ones that I saw and I had had uh, may, had the mayo, and maybe that's what. I'm not a big mayonnaise guy. Well, they mix guy. the yolk with the mayo. Yeah, That's I'm not what they a big may- mayonnaise man. Oh, you're not. Oh, so God. you're a toddler mm. when it comes to food. Come on. What, Why don't I, you if like you're an adult, If you love mayonnaise, I think I mayo. Have, there's I a lot have, of people. There's certain people that don't like mayonnaise, and I get it. And then there are other people like you that just were little kids, and you liked your little pizza rolls, and that's the stuff <laughs> that like, you ate. I like mayo, and like if mayo and ketchup are available, I'll mix that for my fries. But All right. you know, well, but I don't go mixing, out. Of, I, don't, I don't go out of my way to find mayo. By the way, you Oscar, put, treat yourself. Mix mayonnaise with barbecue sauce. Now you're talking. Really? Yes. That's mayonnaise the sauce they serve. I have, that's no. That's ew. the sauce they serve with fries at Red Robin. Yeah. Well, think about the think about. So every, mm, Red Robin. It's funny you bring Duh. this up because because uh, <laughs> yesterday on 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 Big O and Dukes, Chad brought up a story where um, is it the Heinz Ketchup Company is now Heinz. Now, now oh, I'm sorry, putting out uh, multiple. Incarnations of mayo and barbecue put together, like already in the pre-mixed, yeah. pre-mixed, and then mayo. Who brought that up? Chad Dukes. And, and Chad hates Big Shooter hates mayo. He's hated mayo ever since I've known him. See, that's uh, another toddler. You both are toddlers. That's well, why you probably <laughs> bind together. Yeah, but because I, you know, I mean, you like your little things the way you like them, and yeah, but, uh, and you know, but, there was not a heavy-handed parental my, presence saying you should try this. My, but my, <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have disdain for mayo because mayo is. Well, I've been told. Do you even put eat, mayonnaise on a sandwich? No, no. I'm a mustard oh guy. Oh wow. my god! Well, see, mustard has less calories. Much less. Calories. Yeah. Many. Yeah, many but less but calories. it doesn't do a thing for tomatoes, and you need mayonnaise <laughs> for tomatoes. All right. Here it is. Uh, Maddie Massiello, egg salad, yay nay. Yay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, there's mm. see. I knew she's got a sophisticated palate. Yeah. She's a foodie. Mm. She was raised by a food family. Of course, yep. you're gonna Pony Boy Matt Bloom, uh, egg salad. Nay, nay. I'm not a mayonnaise guy. I only like mayonnaise in a tuna salad. Okay. All mm. right. Have you ever had egg salad? I have. I have. Just didn't care for it. You know okay. what? His All his right. logic is flawed. His logic is flawed. You're because flawed. if he has mayonnaise, no, you're flawed. If you have mayonnaise and tuna salad, why wouldn't you have mayonnaise and egg salad? Pony, do you eat eggs? I, I do like eggs, I just Aha! for whatever reason. It's oh, flawed. you caught me. Um, here, I, I'm not going to ask you to make it. It sounds like, Oscar, if I asked you to make it, or if I was there, if you were in my house, I'd make it for you, and I'd put it on white bread, like Wonder Bread, mm-hmm. and Soft. I would give you with nothing else, with no lettuce or anything, and just say, try this, see what you think, and you probably would What's, hate it. it, it, it. It's unhealthy, correct, uh, egg salad? It's it's not the healthiest uh, thing okay. you can eat. It's loaded no. with protein. <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> but it's loaded with fat as well. It can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. A steak and cheese, 
Loaded with protein. <laughs> One steak. Would you put on steakums? Would you put mayo on a steakum? So this is, and be ready to be dis- discussed, American. I'm sorry. All right. Anytime they're they're like uh, any steak place, any steak and cheese place, like, do you want it the the house way? And I'm like, uh, does the house way include mayonnaise? Oh, and they're okay. like, yeah, yeah. yes. Right. Hold the mayo. Hold the mayo. Please okay, put so you ketchup hate on my steak. And he'd cheese. hate. He'd hate it. He hasn't missed anything by missing it. I would. I don't think it's worth the uh, the energy to to no. give him that. But it's a a great egg salad is finished. Well, I'm willing to try is, it now if you all love it so much. There's a reason. I, I but I just don't think you'll like it. But I would. But, and also, you got to kind of get it either homemade. Here's the thing about great big super sandwich. Bad sign that I don't even know what the name of the joint is. They make their egg salad at, after you order it. They have hard-boiled eggs there, and they make it fresh, and it's fantastic. And that's something you eat fresh. But I, the whole story I started that I have to wrap up with this, please, is that Mrs. O'Mara decides she wants a chili dog. And with this fasting thing, Mrs. O'Mara has been losing weight and occasionally having a bad meal and still sure. doing fine because of the fasting thing is working. The intermittent fasting is working, and, and she's very happy with it. So chili dog, no problem. Goes into the Dairy Queen. The truck hasn't come with the hot dog. Oh, what? no. Come you on. You have one staple, Dairy Queen. You have one staple. You had one job that you are to serve people and you don't have it. And I say shame, shame, <laughs> shame on you because it's a hot dog. This is not like something they had to slaughter in the morning. This no. is something you keep in the meat locker until 2028. <laughs> Without any problem, for Christ's sake. <laughs> You're serving chili dogs. If I, and By the way, Carla went inside with a mask on, mm. did not wait in the 12-car line where they were probably getting every other car. We don't have hot dogs because the truck didn't come. We decided we're too lazy to put a sign out and say no hot dog. (laughs) The 17-year-old sees her coming in with a mask. He says, oh, here comes Karen. Wow. (laughs) Supply chain problem. Same thing about trying to get a plumber around here, you know, in the land of effort. Anyway, uh, let's, uh, you know, it's true. Uh, That's why, but makes you more self-sufficient, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's true. We will take a break. When we come back, news you may not need. Uh, Oscar, yeah. If you get a chance, uh, I, I would love you to try it. Okay, egg salad maybe it's sandwich. the name in Spanish. And so a lot of the huevos does not sound appetizing. No, it sounds like something with your testicles. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back with, with more on the Mike <laughs> And now with King's Things, Larry. here's Larry. I got a lot of respect for people who understand calculators. The mass singer makes me gassy. I never kissed a plumber. I have no idea how she got there, officer. I always forget about Ohio. Weird. The interior of my car still smells like salad dressing. I don't have any fingernails. If you want funny, you want the TMO's bonus show. Go to MichaelMaryShow.com. Use your mouse. Buy it. It's good. Okay? Thank you, Larry. Appreciate that. Welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by Freshly. We've all spent a lot of time at home in the past few months. A lot. Uh, and at first, it was kind of fun cooking at home. Sure. Well, now, uh, if you're like a lot of people and me, you're plenty tired of cooking all around the clock. Enough! Enough with this pandemic! Listen to what Freshly can do for you. Freshly understands that food needs to be delicious, healthy, simple, 
and easy to prepare. With Freshly, yes. you can avoid the grocery store and enjoy fully prepared dinners, delivered fresh, not frozen, right to your door. God, it's good stuff. Mm. Freshly chefs and nutritionists do all the hard work. All you do is heat for three minutes and dinner is done. It is that quick and easy. Just choose a plan that works for you and uh, take a break from all that cooking. Too hot anyway. And uh, one of the things about this pandemic, I think a lot of people, I've read articles about it, are exhausted. And yes. don't want to sit there at the end of their day and mm-hmm. deal with this. Whether you crave comfort foods, feel better foods, or something from your personal home bistro, Freshly has what you want every time. You're going to love Freshly. Join the almost one and a half million satisfied Freshly customers and skip the shopping, the prepping, the cooking, the cleanup. Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off their first two orders at Freshly.com slash TMOS. Don't wait. That's Freshly.com slash TMOS. News. News. Put out a list of 20 surprises from Alex Trebek's memoir, The Answer Is. Okay. And uh, we got five highlights for you. Alex Trebek, by the way, battling pancreatic cancer. And uh, we've always been kind of obsessed. And uh, Jeopardy! was such a big deal last year uh, with all that, uh, with what's his name, the Brainiac that mm-hmm. was on there. Uh, here's the Holzhauer. first thing from his book. Uh, yeah, James Holzhauer. Alex said he thought he needed a uh, vice so that people wouldn't think he was judging them. So he started interjecting curse words into his vocabulary. Hey! Now, we have a uh, kind of a pirated, unauthorized tape of Alex. We could probably play it, uh, you know, from years ago. I'll try to dig it up. He's cussing all over the place and sounds like this. He didn't become uh, one of the guys, though. Instead, he just came off as a jerk. Well, he sounds like (laughs) a jerk on this tape where he's doing some uh, tape messages and Mm -hmm. he's using profanity. So he traded cursing for drinking. This is from his book, The Answer Is, uh, but he still doesn't think, uh, he doesn't drink all that much. He said, quote, occasionally I'll have a glass of Chardonnay, but my drink of choice is low-fat milk. It's become a habit. I drink low-fat milk and Chardonnay, but not together. (laughs) So that's Alex Trebek. (laughs) Alex had an unexpected encounter with pot brownies at a party back in the day. He said, quote, the host said, go ahead, help yourself. I had four or five of them. I did not realize they were hash brownies. I'm developing an Alex Trebek as we go on right now. The party was on a Friday night. The drugs knocked me out so much I spent the weekend laid out in their guest bedroom. And I didn't leave their home until Monday morning. Talk about embarrassment. Embarrassing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Moving right along, Alex uh, made one big change to Jeopardy early on. He made it so that the contestants couldn't ring in until after he'd finished reading the clue. I didn't know that was his, but he did that. I uh, watched be- actually on Monday night, and it was a ratings juggernaut, apparently. Uh, they ran the first episode of Jeopardy from 1984. The first uh, Alex Trebek hosted Evening Jeopardy. Yeah, you mentioned and it that. And it was so annoying. It was really frenetic. And one of the reasons the pacing was so jumbled is that these guys, the game was easier then, for one thing. They would ring in right away betting that they would know the answer before he read it. So the pacing was all off. When you talk to people like Holzhauer or uh, all the people that have done amazing work on Jeopardy, timing is now a big deal. 
to ring in as soon as he finishes reading the clue. That's right. as much as knowing the answer. But that was not an issue in the first season. It's crazy That's to watch. That's why you it. see them all uh, yeah. hitting uh, that uh, button uh, kind of uh, crazy. Uh, yeah. uh, but anyway, he's the one that said uh, you have to wait till the clue is read before you can buzz in. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. His yeah. wife Jean is 24 years younger uh, than he is. That is disgusting. <laughs> Jean Trebek. Huh. Really? Yeah, I know. Dying men marrying young women. <laughs> uh, and he remembers, by the way, somebody's going to hear that and say, hey, Mike, that's not fair. <laughs> My wife's 21 years younger than I am, mm-hmm. so I'm making a joke. I hate yeah. to explain humor, but there it is, okay, for those of you, because they're people that join us all the time want to make sure they get it. Anyway, his li- younger wife, Jean, remembers when uh, he first met her dad, he took one look at Alex and said, quote, this is funny, no. I guess I won't be calling you son. <laughs> <laughs> And five, Alex has an unorthodox approach to breakfast. He said, quote, for years, my breakfast of choice was a Snickers and a Diet Coke. Then my doctor lectured me about changing that. So now it's a Kit Kat and a Diet Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) What is diabetes, Alex? (laughs) What is diabetes? (laughs) Major League Baseball launching an interactive feature. I think I might like this. Uh, for when their season starts, even though their marketing is such crap, I couldn't mm. tell you as a baseball when fan the games what's are. happening, yeah. when it's happening. Uh, this is the feature. You can boo, cheer, or clap along to games from home, and scorekeepers at the ballparks will adjust the crowd noise accordingly. It sounds crazy, but we're at the anything for a little normalcy stage right now, and uh, that's what they're going to do with right baseball. I'm not sure how they're going to do great. it. That's yeah, great, and if home. that works, they're going to do the same thing on the NBC Evening News. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, if only it had Brian Williams on it. So, right? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't boo old Lester, but uh, you know, with old, uh, you know, Brian. Uh, a new poll asked people to name the top traits of a modern man who's truly comfortable with the current era we are in. Here are the uh, top ten signs you are a, a modern man. Number one, you do your fair share of the cleaning. Uh, I wouldn't fall into that category, so I'm not modern. In I that, keep uh, myself clean. Area. No, you're a cleaner, right? Don't you clean no, in I your am. home? I clean. Don't you yeah, do I most don't. of the cleaning? I would say at least half. Yeah, you're a half. stay-at-home okay. dad. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, I wash dishes occasionally, but not not enough. I don't Carla think I don't think most of. Look, I don't think cleaning. This is coming from a guy that you know that's not my my work. That's not my job. Um, but. Coming from a guy that doesn't have to do it, if I had to do it, I don't think it makes you a modern man and you're just helping out and goes both ways. And besides, to clean you your house, you, you just <laughs> clean Oscar's house, just run back and forth yeah. twice holding a Swiffer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we were having the birthday party. I vacuumed and I, uh, I cleaned some of the floor. About half the floor is in the house. Excellent, excellent. That's what I did. Uh, number two, you talk openly about your feelings. Uh, I do that. Do you do that, fellas? Do you uh, talk no. openly? No, I don't no. think it's important. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. oh, I do it all the time, constantly. Yeah, <laughs> Carla, like, oh, I feel really? like you're ignoring me. <laughs> Carla, Carla, I'm sensitive. <laughs> Carla, I feel, I feel like egg salad. <laughs> Carla just looks at me and says, "Go to bed, Nancy." Uh, number three, if your boss or a manager was a woman, you'd be totally fine with it. Oh, I'd kill for it. It'd yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Got a problem with that. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. No, I, I wouldn't care either. I'm sorry. Number four, you're okay discussing your mental health. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> Excuse, what, Charlie? What, Charlie? I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Yeah, it's hard to read. I have to talk about it because I'm so hard to read. Thank you. Uh, 
No, but you you keep it to your you keep it you keep it yourself. Hat, yeah, right? yeah. You don't, I, I you don't com- talk. I yeah. compartmentalize. If you're unhappy, mm-hmm. just you and you and yourself know about it. That's all. That's yeah. all. Yeah, mm-hmm. we know that because your wife told us. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> you're a good listener. Uh, what? what? I probably am not a good listener. I'm not that good a listener. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, I would say I'm a good listener. Yeah. Bob. I think we're all good listeners. And Mike, I think you're a better listener than you give yourself credit to for. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Uh, you're great with kids. I am definitely great with I'm kids. I'm fantastic I'm, with kids. Mm-hmm. I hate children. Thank you. Uh, you're totally uh, openly affectionate. Uh, I am openly affectionate. Yeah, I don't mind yeah, telling people. I, I think them. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd be fine being a stay-at-home dad. Well, uh, you know, uh, oh, I'd Rob, kill for that. you are kind yeah, of a stay-at-home yeah. dad, and so am I, really. Uh, you don't always feel the need to put on a brave face. Oh, that's uh, BS. No, I don't. I need to. You, you do uh, all the time. No, no as, best, you know, as best I can, as best I can. And I've gotten mm-hmm. that's changed in me lately. Like, and we've discussed this, Mike. I, I cry so much more than I used to. I just cry. <laughs> you cried before the show, right? We had to get get you some tissues. I cried during that uh, talk about Maddie and the and the and the bridge. It was so sad. Okay, uh, <laughs> you stand up against racism and prejudice. Yes, I, yes. I don't do it as much as I should, but I have done it, mm-hmm. and I'd like to do it more. So uh, that's uh, you know that's what we do. So the we're three modern of us do men that? now. Yeah, yeah I, I think do. so. Modern. Modern. Yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting list. Uh, there's some stuff on there, but that's, I think, a way of maybe telling people to stand up. They should. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sounds about right. A new study found that if you enjoy making people feel angry or embarrassed, you're more likely to be addicted to social media. Researchers at Michigan State and Cal State Fullerton tracked the activity of 472 college students on Facebook and Snapchat. Snap. <laughs> 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 Snapchat. Is he gonna get to the social Sh- media with the Snapchat? Snapchat. Twitter. And the ones who were most addicted were more likely to be aggressive and do things like cyberbullying. Their conclusion was that social media platforms are basically set up to quote cater to people who seek rewards from being cruel. Mm. They also found the average college student uses Facebook for two hours and 15 minutes a day and Snapchat for two hours and 38 minutes a day. Aha. I yeah. see. I mean, I think that's what it's there for. Anonymous bullies yeah. that want to be mean. I think it's, it's, uh, it's one, of the, one, of the, one of the greatest things about it, probably. That's how they market it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and now a little something, something. A 51-year-old woman near Detroit named Wendy Ween, or Wendy Wine, uh, wanted to kill her ex-husband. So she searched online and found a website called rentahitman.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> the entire site is a joke. It claims to have 18,000 hitmen. Stationed around the country, that it's headquartered at the Mar-a-Lago Club, and that the company recently had to cut ties with the Illuminati and Jeffrey Epstein. Oh no! (laughs) It's a fake. It also brags about being HIPAA compliant, which they say stands for the quote Hitman Information Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. (laughs) She thought it was real. Dumbass. She fell for it. Filled out a request form detailing how she. She wanted her ex-husband killed. Then whoever runs the site saw the request come through and called the cops. They mm. set up a sting in a parking lot and arrested her when she offered an undercover cop $5,000 for the hit, plus travel expenses. She's facing charges for solicitation to commit murder. If you want to do it, uh, if you want to know the real information on a real hitman, just call <laughs> Gary Spiewak. It's very, very 
easy. Just do that. You'll be all set with that. Yeah, oh, and not only HIPAA God. compliant, but the good housekeeping seal, Mike. Yeah, very good. My husband's always barefoot. Any slippery surface may kill him. That's right. She was upstairs buttering the kitchen. <laughs> we'll be right back with the audio vote. This is Las Vegas legend Wayne Newton, and I love you. There are a few things in life that I require. Peace, joy, and of course, convenience. That's why I like to listen to TMOS on Spotify. No matter where I am in my downtown apartment visiting the guinea hens at Casa de Shenandoah or on stage at the Sands, I know that my favorite TMOS troublemakers are just a few taps away. So remember, every night when your tuxedo hits the floor and he wants some solid, marvelous entertainment, get your cellular telephone and grab some TMOS on Spotify. Just another great way to be a part of America. Mm. I wish you love. Thanks, Wayne. Uh, welcome back to the Mike O'Mara Show, brought to you by the TMOS Patron Society. Here at TMOS, we uh, hate to ask, we hate to take. Basically, we're givers. I think that's true. We like to give. Uh, but the fact is, we need your help. And here's how you can do it. It's the TMOS Patron Society. We need you to go to MikeOmeraShow.com and click the Patron Society banner and make a pledge to TMOS. One, five, ten dollars a week. Doesn't matter to us. Anything you can do, we'd really appreciate it. TMOS needs you, and you can make a difference because if you're there for us, we'll be here for you. If you can contribute, please do. Your support means the world to us now more than ever. No jokes. We appreciate you, and we thank you. Thank you. And uh, please do what you can. That's what we're doing during these tough times. Now, without further ado, let's open up the audio vault. For uh, TMOS on July 2 2, July 22nd, everybody. I found this fascinating because this does not sound like the guy who it is. This is a tape from 1966. It's a demo that's going to be auctioned off this week. See if you can figure out who's singing here. Elvis Presley. No. It was recorded in 1966. It was before he was Ziggy Stardust. This is a young, struggling David Bowie as a pop singer. I never would have gotten it. Never in a million years. I know the song is called I Do Believe I Love You when his struggling days in, in London, they will actually be auctioning I that tape up. I do believe I love you on Penny Dog Line. <laughs> Penny, dog Penny Dog Line. <laughs> is in my ears and in my eyes. Penny uh, Dog Line. Mm. Uh, a successful singer is called Luke Bryan. And of course, he has a chocolate lab and his name is Chalk. And he's going to prank him by tossing him a tomato instead of a tennis ball. This is what Luke Bryan is putting on Instagram. Chalk stares at me eating. I'm going to play a prank. Chalk, you're going to get pranked. You ready? We'll see if you like tomatoes. <laughs> the dog spit out the tomato. Ha ha ha. And here's the thing. Chalk is smarter than Luke Bryan because tomatoes are poisonous to dogs. So Luke... <laughs> Stop tossing tomatoes oh, to your dog, no. you idiot. Tomatoes are poisonous to dogs? I didn't know that. I yeah, they're not chocolate. good for dogs. No, chocolate is bad. grapes and chocolate. Grapes are bad. Tomatoes are bad. You can't... Just, you know what? Feed dogs dog food. That's mm. what's bad. Frankie, BLT's today. 
<laughs> I'd love a BLT. Damn it. Also, not egg but, salad, though. And not mayonnaise on the BLT. No. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that Luke Bryan looks his dog and says, I'm going to prank you. <laughs> I'm going to prank you. I know you don't like him. Not a fan. Um, no, you're not. Here, let's do two more here. In Wisconsin, here's an easy way to make money. You know, because no one's using cash during the pandemic, because a lot of stuff is going on online, and even when you're at a store, people don't want to exchange money. There's a coin shortage in America. People are not using the coins. A bank in Wisconsin is giving you 5% bonus if you sell them your change. This is something new, and, and it's it's interesting. I really didn't expect coin shortage to be one of them that we have to deal with. We're buying it off of the Fed. We might as well just pay our, our local people instead and uh, kind of cut out the middleman is $5 for every $100 worth of coin brought in. So for example, my parents brought in $218 in coin. They got $228 back. So if you roll up your coins and take them to this bank, you're going to get a 5% bonus just for handing in your money. That's not bad. That's fantastic. Where's the Where's the bank? It's in Wisconsin, but the, you know other banks could follow suit if the coin shortage continues. Well, I I, I can't drive to Wisconsin. How many coins do I do? We think I don't think my maybe my mom has a bunch of coins, but I don't. I, have I don't think it's much of a thing yeah. anymore because it yeah. used to be you know you'd come home and you like take the change out of your pocket yeah. and throw it in a jar or something. But there are people I'm sure that have lots of coins, and now with yep. Coinstar they'll count it for you. So it's crazy. You can just That's, bring in a bucket you know what? of change. I hope more banks do it. More if a bank did it, I'd gather up my coins. I put would them too. back in circulation. Yeah, make sure you lick them first. <laughs> it tastes like Penny Dog Lane. <laughs> Penny Dog Lane on Penny the tip Do- of my tongue. And we close with Conan last night. He said uh, he's overwhelmed with all the charts and graphs and information we're getting because of the coronavirus. So Conan gave us a list of charts and statistics that may prove helpful in these days. There's been a 60% increase in people eating morning lasagna. <laughs> Check this out. A 550% increase in women named Karen going by their middle name. There's an 80% increase in rooting for the sharks during Shark Week. Hey, 75% increase in board game-related stabbings. A 600% increase in adults overheard yelling, Hope your haircut was worth it, Dad. So everyone is now rooting for the sharks. I love that. That's your magic audio ball. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. Thanks for joining us for another perfect episode of TMOS. Don't forget, we are dying to hear from you. Messages for the weekly mailbag can be sent to Rob with two Bs at MikeOmeraShow.com. Our mailing address is TMOS Post Office Box 32101, Washington, D.C., 2007. Need assistance? Ponyboy <laughs> at MikeOmeraShow.com. If you can lend your support, please click our Patron Society banner at MikeOmeraShow.com. It means more than you know. Thank you for listening and join us again next time for the best part of your day, the Mike O'Mara Show. For Rob Spiewak and Oscar Santana, this is Mike O'Mara saying so long, everybody. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Before you go, please make a mental note. Today's show was made possible by the TMOS bonus packages. You can secure yours right now by going to MikeOmeraShow.com and clicking on the red bonus banner. Buy it or give it. Either way, you're helping out TMOS, and that's a good thing. Thank you, and go in peace. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. Now get home safely. Good night. It's been a good day. My God, what a good day for mankind. So we're running out of wax. So, and tape, and all that jazz. Let's say goodbye, shall we? Bye-bye. 